coming close Well Closer than most I just see so much of you And I want a better view Closer than most Othello on the just. Welcome to another episode of Watch Your Tone and Delivery Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lavelle. And I'm your co-host, Nicole Lavelle. No, baby. No, no. What? We are married. We are one. If I'm a host, you a host. I'm a host. Oh, I don't know why you said it like that. <laughs> why did you get aggressive? I don't know. <laughs> uh, for the record, my wife is sleepy, so we're going to get goofy Nicole today. Um, Can you see it in my eyes? Yeah. So so there's something that we've learned over the time being married. If my wife gets really sleepy, she will get very goofy and silly. And it's to the point where you just be like, hey man, look, don't don't say nothing else. Just go to bed. Please. Please go to bed. It's true. What do I do when I'm sleeping? Just go to sleep. You go to sleep. <laughs> just I go mean, to sleep. You just and it doesn't matter where you are. Oh yeah. You will be asleep. I think I can sleep standing up. If yeah, I get actually, comfortable enough, I think, I think both I can. of us could. I've fallen asleep in public places, <laughs> standing wow. up, leaning I, against the bar. Yeah. yeah, I definitely could sleep wherever, wherever. It don't matter if I get comfortable enough. I'm good, and I feel like I'm safe. I'm good. Like when I sleep on the train. Yeah. Well, the days of me missing my stop are over, because I can't sleep comfortably for multiple stops. Like I, I have to wake up almost every stop. that's a good thing yeah the more you know the more you know all right um this podcast is sponsored by eggnog so my wife will be extra goofy yes so um a very good friend of mine shout out crystal clifton um (laughs) introduced me to a really great brand of eggnog so all of you don't say the brand because they ain't paying us yet I was not. Oh, okay. I got you. I was only going to shout out Costco because... Um, no, nah, they ain't paying us either. Well, and they got a lot of money. All I I'm need is... I'm just trying to let the people oh, know okay. that's where you go to get the good egg. No. no. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No. Go to Costco. I might I'm delete done. that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, I want to thank you guys again for the people who entered the sweepstakes. Uh, today will be the day that I release the names of those who ran a Amazon gift card. So thank you so much for your support. I've gotten really good feedback from these podcasts. Um, so thank you for that as well. You know, we appreciate it. I've gotten zero feedback. Your people are trash. Uh, no, no, they're not. Let's not talk about Nicole's people. <laughs> Nicole's <laughs> people are awesome. No, Michael's people are awesome. We get feedback over here. What happens to that we are one? My people, your people, your people, my people. Remember that in the beginning? That's a false expectation. Mm. Speaking of expectations, Mike, would you like to tell the listeners what we'll be talking about today? I will if you use your uh, real voice. Uh, let's let's bring your mic a little closer. Okay. How about that? How about a that? Closer. A little bit closer. That sounds way better. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So we're talking about expectations today. Um, in relationships. Um. I mean, Nicole came up with the topic. What spurned this topic? Spurned is that a word? Is no. Spurned a word? No. It's spurned not. is not a word. It's not. I don't the believe English it is. Major in me. Don't even look it up. No, it, I'm it finna look it up because I think spurned is a word. 
It's it's not. You keep on saying it. Um, okay. Keep on talking. I'm finna look it up. So what helped me come up with the topic? I don't know. Spurn is a word. It is defined as reject with disdain or contempt. Son, how about that? It comes from a math major, son. I'm sorry, I'm sleepy too. Did you use the word correctly though? Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> um, I you know I'm trying to even remember your question because again I'm tired and you're asking me. We're these. talking about expectations and yeah. relationships and just what kind of causes them. Uh, what's the effect of other things on your expectations? Oh, um, so I, I know. Uh, I was thinking um, through some different topics for our podcast and. I, I don't know, for whatever reason, just remember back to college. And I had this associate who constantly was always talking about um, if you don't have expectations, you can never have disappointments. And for whatever reason, that stuck with me. And just throughout like my adult life, whatever. And I started to notice there are some people who definitely live by that. But I feel like in our day and age... Because of all the influences around us, I don't know how true that is anymore. I don't think people have realistic expectations, I guess you could say. So that's what kind of made me think about this topic. And um, I think you found an interesting article that kind of helped us think about it from a relationship standpoint. Well, first, let me touch on, I think I think people that don't have expectations are doomed for failure as well as much as someone who has unrealistic expectations because you have to stand for something. Yeah, that's true. If you, if you stand for nothing, then you're going to accept, you know, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Expectations in life are needed. I feel like having expectations, um, raises your own personal standards. Um, and I know a lot of people who, Unfortunately, they don't have any expectations. They don't have any standards, and you can you can see it throughout their their life. You can see it by the people that they choose to be around. You can see it by the people that they choose to date, by the uh, the person they choose to marry, etc. Talk to the microphone. Bring it closer. I I don't know how much closer, closer it could be. I, closer. Okay. I, closer than close. I was on a roll there, and uh, yeah, but they can't hear you sigh okay so um <laughs> yeah okay. i just i don't want the microphone like touching my lips it's dirty any anyway um i'm dirty and you touch me wow anyway <laughs> i'm gonna get you out your comfort zone eventually we're gonna get this podcast done tonight no <laughs> but i i uh i'm listening to you you do have you've told me about some people that you know that have less than normal standards What's the difference between a standard and an expectation? Or is that the same? No, they're different. Um, standards, I feel like, are just your your non-negotiables with yourself. And um, it can go across several different things. I mean, having standards is this is what I need to be X. Uh, you know, standards. Expectations is... I feel like they're different in the sense that uh, you can't really control some things that you expect out of a job, out of a person, out of life. Mm. 
you know, it's, it's like to me, the expectations are things that you, you can't really control. The standard is the thing that you live by. And um, I feel like there's more control there. Because um, to me, like if you have standards, for example, uh, just throwing it out there, let's say if somebody has standards and they're like, because of my standards, I can only hang around this type of person. I can only be around X, Y, Z because my standards won't allow anything less. Whereas expectation is more like, um, trying to, trying to think. I expected this person to tell the truth and then they didn't. You know, was okay. So, so I'm listening to you. And what I'm hearing is, one, you said the word control. <laughs> so I think someone who has more expectations wants more control. Yeah. Versus yeah. someone who just has standards. And I think the reason is because when you have standards, there's more accountability. There's more, I control this. I control myself. Versus someone who has expectations, they're more trying to control their exterior environment and the other person and what they do. And that's when you get to the unrealistic part. I guess you can have unrealistic standard as well. Mm, I guess. I think I think if you have the right kind of standards, then then you would know it. Like we always t- we always have a conversation about like, um. I always say when women are looking for men, don't look for men that be like, oh, you want six figures? That's an expectation. Do you want a man that provides? That's a standard. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to the mic. They ain't going to hear you. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Um, and I know that was just an example. But, I mean, honestly, I'm. Yeah, I, I don't. I. We don't have the answers. Yeah, we we don't. This is making me think way too hard for the amount of eggnog that I've consumed so far. (laughs) But let's go back to what you were saying earlier about expectations that people have in their relationships. Mm Because throwing in the standards thing is is making my brain hurt. Okay. Yeah. It's too late at night for that. Absolutely. I got you. And it's hump day. It is hump day. So yeah, expectations. What do you think is an expectation, an unrealistic expectation that people have in relationships? Not us, in general. In general, I'm gonna get to us later. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I have an unrealistic expectation that I came into this marriage with. Yeah, I probably can name like ten, but um, I ain't got that many. Wait a minute. Unrealistic expectations. Um, I think people. Now, and I know you sent me that article earlier, but there was one thing that I was like, wow, they are so right. What's that? About people, they think that the person that they are married to or dating or whatever is never going to change. Oh, that's a really good one. I, so, I noticed that one too. I The reason why that caught my eye is because, you know, there's a lot of people that I know that got married really young. Um, and it's like, come on. Everybody knows that, you know, when you're 18 or 17 versus 20 versus 21 versus 25 versus 30, you change just naturally because you're getting older. There are just different things that happen. So for somebody to get married 
super young age and have the expectation that the person that they're married to is going to be the same person in mm-hmm. 10 years, you're crazy. But there are so yeah. many people who get married and they have the expectation, my wife is never going to change, my husband's never going to change. You were 17 and a half. What did you think was going to happen? Um, That's true. That's but then true. there's also people who get married um, or, or get into these deep, long, because I know everybody's not married. They get into these um, committed relationships. And you, you could be 30, 35. Guess what? That person could still change. I think everybody changes no matter how. Yeah. Uh, your environment around you can change. Yeah. Circumstances can make you not the same person you were. I mean, we live in a society where there's chemical imbalances and people might end up with some type of mental disease. Like things change people. Yeah. People change. So if you get into a relationship thinking that the person that you're going to be with is is never going to change, that's so unrealistic. But I feel like the majority of the people who get into relationships they're like i love this person that is just like them yeah and it's 1998 and they're never going to change it's going to be 2050 and they're going to be the same person and when they're not the same person that's when people become unhappy and it's, it's sad it's like when you hit these relationship milestones you just take a snapshot and be like this person isn't going to change from this snapshot right like we said i do this is the person I'm going to be married to for the rest of my life. And the truth is things change. That person may change. Yeah. And that's not necessarily for the worst, but what if they lose someone close to them? What if they, what if they lose a job that they've had for years? What if they come across financial hardships? What if they come across health issues? So that's the environment stuff. stuff. Yeah. All this stuff changes you. Even their perspective on things. I can admit that when I got married, the thought of what I thought a husband would be went out the door very fast. I was like, oh, being a husband means way more than what I thought. Like, this ain't TV. This ain't Cliff. This ain't Uncle Phil. Like, this is, this is, this is. That was your standard. I got you. Right. That was a standard. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know Bill Cosby, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, I wasn't even going to say it like that. It was just you referred it to It wasn't like, roofies, by the way. It was Quaaludes. Different. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, you referred to, to TV couples, which that's where I was kind of going with that. Um, well, that shaped what you thought about relationships, if you allowed it to. Yeah. I did. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, you want the... The Cliff and Claire package. And I, I think for me, while, yes, you're right, there were those positive um, images on television. I think I allow my my personal life, what I was seeing growing up, to affect me and my decisions. More so, it than, too, yeah. more so than anything else. Um, I had the, this is what you do and this is what not to do. Right. Um, type type of thing so that's it was just interesting you know that that was kind of like what you recalled and and again like the differences like everybody's different so what, what unrealistic expectation do you think people have outside of expecting that the, their spouse or their person will never change is Ooh, there any? you know an unrealistic expectation i think a lot of people have is that once i get with this person 
once I have dated this person, and especially once we become married, then this person will no longer find anyone else physically attractive. And I think that's a very unrealistic expectation. And you cannot expect a ring and a marriage certificate to be like, oh, yeah, they're, 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 everybody's ugly to them now. Time out. Let's not try to create a scapegoat for all men out there i I see what you're doing here i see what you're doing what scapegoat for our female listeners just disregard what my husband said no don't disregard what mike said mike said it's true how long did you craft that response it looks like you were been holding on to this since you were 12 okay okay i get what you're saying though yes men are going to still look at other women women are going to still look at other men yeah, yeah exactly i i get it I mean, there's a difference. But let's between put the disclaimer lust. out there. Yeah, there's there's that. a difference between staring and lustful and uh, um, and cheating. And, yep. I mean, yep. I don't know mm-hmm. about that. I'm black, oh, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Oh my goodness! But yeah, there, there's a way to go too far. But to act as though, oh my God, we're married, and you're still looking at this person like it's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. I'm going to look, and. If you don't allow me to look, then guess what? That's going to breed disappointment in you. And if that expectation is put on me, I will become resentful. Sounds like you really thought this through, Michael Lavelle. Well, no, I thought of an example of if you go outside and you tell a young kid without context, say, I want you to be the best person you could be. I want you to touch the sky. And they take that literally and they try to touch the sky eventually they're going to either do two things. They're going to walk away disappointed because they can't do it. Or they're going to walk away resentful to you because you told them to do something that they can't do. And I think that's where the bad or unrealistic expectation takes you. It's somewhere where you just, the other person may be incapable or just too imperfect to do. So men are incapable of not looking at another woman while they're married. If they're attractive, a man will look. I'm not saying he will stare. I'm not saying he's going to go approach the person. I'm saying a man's going to look. So you're telling me a man going to just look at TV and be like, oh, yeah, uh, I, I feel nothing about this person anymore. You know why? Because there's a marriage certificate in the drawer. Mike, I'm going to need you to watch your tone and delivery. Mike is getting <laughs> so, like, why are you, I mean, calm down. Okay, fine. Uh, no, I'm telling no, you. No, you're not calm down. You're, you're just like, oh, okay, fine. So so you're not attracted to other men? I mean, I mean, yeah, people, you like the, like the guy on Grey's Anatomy, you know, yes. Who I are see you him. talking about? Um... You know his name. Are you talking about Jesse? <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Oh, you want the blue-eyed bandit? What the world? Anyway, okay. So back to the topic. He looks hand. like what Eminem sounds like. Wow, that's below the belt for no reason. Why is that? Below Nobody the belt? talked about Rihanna. Okay, guys, let's let's let's, let's just get back on course. Let's get back on course. No, no, no. Okay, staying on course. We, we want to keep real, our listeners and not have people just turn this off. They're not going to turn this off. This is amazing content right here, <laughs> fellas. I mean, back me up. There is no way that because you say I do, then you can expect the other person to say, "Hey, that little switch that you had 
that just made you just find another person physically attractive, turn that off. That's unrealistic. For the sake of, and ladies, you're hearing it, not winning this argument, I'm going to say you're right, Michael. If y'all go against this argument, y'all are unrealistic. And I'm telling you, disappointment is coming. And your man will also <laughs> resent you. Okay, so now we are openly threatening our <laughs> This is not a threat. This is not a threat. Okay. You find okay. Chris Hemsworth attractive. Yeah. I think that's normal. That is normal. I don't know him, though. I, okay. Oh, so, so it matters. Okay. What? I mean, come on. But I'm not like googly eyed over like the guy who works on the 12th floor at Georgia Power. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's I different. don't know Chris Hemsworth. I will probably never meet him. I, I will never pass him on the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's he okay should... to find somebody you don't know physically attractive, but it's not okay I for mean, you to find somebody that you know physically attractive. Okay, okay. Attractive. It's, it is okay. It's okay to find people attractive. You're right, Michael. It's not like you're acting on it. You were talking about staring at somebody. I can't stare. I said you shouldn't stare. Okay, you, you were stare. talking about like. You shouldn't lust. You know, if we're out to dinner, I think that there is. If we're out to dinner and fine girl one, two, three, four, five walks by. Okay, fine. You might look. I just don't think it should be a consistent habit. Every time we go out, I don't need you looking at another woman. Which Are they all the, fine? For the record, people, Mike does not do. You don't even do it. And if no, you do I don't. do it, I don't. I don't even notice. So, you know. But I try to be open with you when I do see those things. So I'm yeah, not, see, yeah. I think what a but lot of me. I, I, I think you just need to, you need to create a new narrative. Because the narrative you're creating is letting your guy friends know, Oh, yeah, it's okay for me to look at every girl that passed by because she's attractive. No, I didn't say that. See, you see how woman logic works? Now it's every... No, what I'm Are saying... Are you sure that your expectations for my logic is just not matching what you want it to be? Maybe. Yep. So, people, going back to expectations and relationships, because, seriously, we haven't even really talked about the topic at hand. Okay, what's we the just topic at hand? We've given examples. Um we were supposed to be talking about just having expectations hurt relationships. And I think the, the solid um, basic answer is yes, it does. Having expectations into your, you're like unrealistic, that, go ahead. unrealistic expectations, but just having expectations, I think hurts relationships because that person might fulfill some of your expectations, but no one person is going to fulfill every expectation that another person has for them. So, yeah, me and you in agreement then. Oh, okay, I, right. Yeah. You should have just let me finish. Okay. Anyway. I did let you finish. Uh, okay, you were like, I don't agree with that. So, but I said, okay. I'm going to sit back, see? See? Okay, all right, all right, all right. See? But I, I think that there is, outside of relationships, there is something that's out there um, that's, helping nurture unrealistic expectations or just helping nurture the expectation uh i guess society and that's social media yeah 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 I, we were kind of talking you know of course we talk not <laughs> we talk more than just talking on the podcast yeah we don't of just course. talk for 30 minutes every two weeks <laughs> okay so but we were talking about social media and um you were making a point earlier that I thought was like really profound. Um, you were talking about how like with social media, we just kind of have a snapshot into somebody's life. 
And um, I think, you know, with um, the things that people portray on social media, it, it is causing so many unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. that I, I, I mean, it's just creating its own little culture. And it's beyond like what we had when we were younger. Like when we were younger, you know, there was the magazines, there was TV and all this stuff. And they were like, books. oh, books. What was the uh, what was crazy books they had us reading in high school? We was never supposed to be reading those. What was the author? Wait, wait, who who was the author of Fly Girl and all those books? Tony Mor- no, that's not Tony Morrison. Tony Morrison. We weren't supposed to read Tony. That's another one. Tony Morrison. Why? Eric Jerome Dickey. I didn't read those books. Tony Morrison is a great author. Uh, yeah, but she also put out there a narrative of. You know, a picture of what relationships should be, and I think some people got a little confused. Did by you that. read Tony Morrison? Anyway, okay, that's that's a sidebar. Anyway, um, that I was making a point, and you yes. started talking about reading. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, let me not talk about reading. No, uh, the, the point <laughs> I was trying to make was, you know, back in and back in those days, um. Because of the images that were being put out there, you know, you felt like I had to look a certain way. I had to be a certain way. I have to be this certain size. Nowadays, there's still a lot of that. But I feel like it's even further with this culture of, um, especially for women, Instagram. and Well, not, I don't mean to call out a particular social media site. but like You've already done it. I don't know. Instagram is the worst, though. It, it, it's like that that snapshot of this perfection, but people just don't realize like they did their light in a certain way. They had a thousand filters on it, like they turned to the left instead of to the right, and that's why they look like that. And it's I think it's causing um, unrealistic expectations for men that they have for women what a woman's supposed to look like, what is she supposed to be like, how she's supposed to act, and it has unrealistic expectations for women for themselves I, I just feel like social media is making everything super fake 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 um like I their think, butts i think social okay can, can i give a little tip to my single man can i give a little tip <laughs> single man this is come from somebody when we got together social media was just on the cusp it was not huge yeah it was like non-existent I mean, it was around. It we was had around. Black Planet, but, MySpace, and okay, Facebook we was just coming around. That old. Uh, we okay. are that old. No, by the time we got married, Facebook was super established. But go ahead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, all right, fine. All the Twitters and the Instagram wasn't. No, Instagram didn't even exist. I don't think. Um, so single fellas, I'm not gonna go into depth. I'm just gonna give you a quick little tip. Uh. On Instagram, if she's sitting on the sink, don't trust this picture. I'm just letting you know. All right, we'll keep going. My wife is laughing because I'm telling the truth. Look, she's sitting on the sink. Don't trust it. All right, let's no go. Comment. Um, he, Tell me if you agree with this or not. I think the problem with social media is not only that it's giving us a snapshot and it's deleted all the stuff around that snapshot. The context. Yeah, yeah. It's like taking a picture and it's the perfect selfie, but when you widen that original picture, it's like dirty house, (laughs) spaghetti on the ceiling, you know what I'm saying? Like kid walking around with a dirty diaper. Like, I wonder if our listeners can tell that you do not like uncleanliness. (laughs) 
I really don't. Oh my god! You're like your house is dirty. Shame. Because I see a lot of women taking. Uh, yeah, I'm calling that women. I see a lot of women taking selfies, and it's in a dirty house. It's in a dirty house. Okay. That, okay. That's... If you're going to take a selfie in the bathroom, clean the ring from the toilet. Oh, okay. it's very simple. That's a topic for a different podcast. Okay, that's another topic. Okay. You were about to go on a rant, like yes. for real. You was about to go on a rant. Real talk, you let guys. Me let me go back to Mike. Does not like uncleanliness. I just I want to put an apology out there right now. While I have this moment, I posted a picture of Jackson, our son, a couple weeks ago. It was a video. <laughs> it was a true. video, a, a very cute video this of Jackson brushing his teeth. And my husband legit, I think you called or texted me. I can't remember, but like you reached out. He reached out to me in the middle of the day to say, Nicole, next time you post a video of our son, can you make sure your bathroom was clean? Like he pointed out everything that was dirty in the bathroom. And then, I mean, first of all, before I posted it, I was like, dang, the Lysol can was on the floor. The Lysol can I clean, but I mean, there was dust on the floor and stuff. And like, I knew Michael's going to have a problem, but this the fact fair. that he called me out on it, I was like, well, dang. So ladies, Instagram people who don't know us, please clean your freaking bathrooms before you take Instagram posts because my <laughs> husband is absolutely judging you. Okay. We can I'm go back to the topic judging. at hand. You're um, judging. Go ahead. So going back. So I did say talk about the snapshot. You don't see what's going on around that picture. Like you said, it's the perfect angle. You don't know. That person probably took 16 different pictures and right. picked one. Right. So it's all perfect angles and stuff. But I think, too, what social media has done is just remove the actual physical engagement. Like, back in the day, we had the same expectations. Like, you saw the stuff from um, – wanting the full house or the 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 family matters or you i mean and you read books and there was always romance specific shows I'm saying, and there were romance novels and okay. there was billboards but at the end of the day you still had to at some point disconnect and get into a physical interaction with another person yeah now you never have to disconnect you never have to you never have to see the regular side of a person. I mean, you can people seriously carry on relationships online and they never see that person until six months, 10 months, maybe even a year. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. But what I am saying is very wrong the expectations that. build up. Yeah. And then when you see them, you get the disappointment. I mean, they have a whole TV show about it. I mean, when Catfish was out, I mean, right. that was right. Uh, the fact that there was even enough stories or enough content to create a show that well, was multiple about seasons. multiple seasons that was about people having expectations of the people that they met online and basically all of their expectations being crushed when they found out yep. that these people that they met online were lying. I mean, you know, just saying they're behind a screen. Yeah, that's but, why okay. I said eventually there was physical interaction. I'm not going to say who and I'm gonna tell a quick story. I had a I had, story time. Okay, yeah, story go ahead. time. Story time on our podcast. Um, I had a friend. I won't say who. I had a friend who was talking to this girl online. He had met her, I think, via chat rooms at one point. That was really big back in Atlanta, like uh, twenty years ago, something like that. So he met this girl, and he was talking to her for a while, and then it was time to meet her. So he was like, "Come with me." 
We got to meet her. So we go meet her, come up the stairs. And when we saw her, completely different person. Straight catfish before catfish was a, a phrase. So she was like, we saw her and I remember the picture he showed me and I just walked off. I was like, oh, no. Nah. And then when we get in the car, like she calls him and she was like, on a scale of one to 10, uh, what would you grade me? And he was like, I don't do that. I got to call you back later. And the reason I tell that story is because even back then there was a expectation and then a disappointment. The difference is the the distance between the expectation and disappointment wasn't that long. Like eventually we got to meet. We have to, because I have to disconnect from the internet someday. Now, because of phones and tablets and everything, we're always connected. You don't have to disconnect from that expectation. And that's tricking into relationships. You take those expectations right onto your relationship. Oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, their relationship goals. Will Smith and Jada Pickett, their relationship goals. Well, if you listen to them, you see they got a lot of problems. But when you're connected to social media, all you get is the expectation. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think that's that's kind of, yeah, that's right. I mean, you're definitely only getting a snapshot. Like, I mean, even like what you mentioned about Jay-Z and Beyonce or, or whoever, insert famous person's right. name. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, social media is meant for the happy. Okay, let's, let's be real. I mean, people aren't posting. The perception of happiness. The perception of happiness, absolutely. I mean, people want to look their best on social media. Absolutely. I mean, people complain to me, not complain, but they wonder like, oh, Nicole, why don't you post a lot? Like, it's been, you know, 17 weeks, nothing. And honestly, the real reason why I don't post as much as I know I should or because I totally understand social and I understand how it works. I help people with their business social pages. For my personal pages, I have anxiety about posting. Mm. I am so afraid that I'm not going to post the right thing. I'm not going to say the right thing. Um, and and I take too long trying to choose the perfect picture for a social. Um, and this is just me, you know, being totally honest. So I'll like want to post something and I'll have all these pictures in mind and I'll have the post, but I'm missing one picture in my mind. I'm missing one thing. Mm -hmm. So then I won't post it. I'll be like, Oh, I'll post it tomorrow. And then 17 weeks will go by and I'm like, Oh crap. I never posted anything about something that I actually wanted to post about. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's social media's fault because I, I feel like everything is so perfect on social media it has built so much pressure on me that I can't even post stuff that I want to post because I'm in I'm in my own head about it. Yeah, I um, think that translates to relationships because just like you said, people they want to do things in relationships, but they're afraid that it will look imperfect, so they just don't do it. Um, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to break that down for me. What do you mean? So, for example, for men. All men have feelings. All men have insecurities. All men have vulnerabilities. Glad you spelled that out. Okay. But you may not want to share that with your partner, your mate, whatever, because you're afraid that might make me look imperfect. But all people are imperfect. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. 
No, that's what I'm saying. All people are imperfect. We, yeah, we know. I know that sometimes I you, I, I don't think that Michael Lavelle personally thinks that he's imperfect, but yes, we all know that we're imperfect. I'm, I'm, I'm imperfect, just not that much. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you understand what I'm saying? Similar to no. what you were saying, the anxiety <laughs> that you have is anxiety that people have in relationships. Is the fact that they want to match the expectation so badly that they're not, they're not even themselves in the relationship. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so well. so that has trickled down into relationships. It's like you don't even do things you think you should because that's not what the perception should be, and that kind of suck. Question: I think last time I asked a tough question, tough question of the podcast, and then we'll get ready to get out of here. I'm what? listening. Oh, God. She just rolled her eyes so because, hard. Because, first of all, he did ask me a really tough question earlier. I specifically said to him, Michael, okay, Mike, before we started this podcast, I said, Mike, I don't want to be serious. Now you're about to ask this me tough questions. It's not serious. It's not serious? Seriously? <laughs> okay, tough question for myself. Okay, go I'm going to answer a question. No, I can answer it. Go ahead. Okay. What is... What is an expectation that you had to get rid of? Of you? Yeah, in relationship, period. In you know, it have to be of me. Okay, first of all. Wow, you she went into been, attack mode. No, 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 You, I mean, I the longest relationship I've ever been in is, is with you. So you're, I mean, so when you ask me that question, it got to be about you because I can't remember. Of course. <laughs> I can't remember that far back. Okay. Of our relationship, yeah. So- an expectation that I had to get rid of. Yeah, you don't have to get deep into it. You I want mean, me to go first? No, no. I was about to say something probably not nice. So like the expectation oh that you like people, but um, so so this might kill. <laughs> That's funny. I don't like as many people as people would think. No, he doesn't. Um, so I, I mean, honestly, kind of along those lines, I think I had, and I and I don't know if I've completely gotten rid of it. But we are very opposites when it comes to people, social engagements. I am a people person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are totally my introvert, extrovert. Like, you, you like people when you want to like people. Yeah. You want to be around people when you want to be around people. Mm-hmm. You want to definitely control your social scene. Yes. And when you're being social. Yes. My expectation was for me to get married and to be married with this person who for the record has way more friends than I do. So the expectation is, Oh my goodness, Mike has all these friends and we're going to get married and we're going to be this couple that just is social. Cause I'm social and we're out yeah. and we're about, and you are not about that life. Yeah. You are not about that life. So I, I have to, I've over the years had to accept and get past my expectation of you, of me wanting you to be like me, and always out, always around people, That's a good one. That's a really always good one. partying, always. Because I will go to the party and go in the corner. I know. And be quiet. But it's, we've discussed why. Because I or am, you'll go to the corner and be on your phone. I mean, it's annoying. It, it, the point is, I had to let that go. I'm an introvert. And part of my introvert is that 
social engagements or a lot of them drain me and I get very tired. So I'm very protective of how many social engagements I get into. Very true. And I do have a lot of friends. You do. But like, yeah. I mean, uh, but it's like, so I think the disappointment, let's, let's just talk about where the disappointment, because my expectation is very high. And you're right. You do have a lot of friends. Very early in our marriage, Mike wouldn't even tell me half of the invitations that we were getting <laughs> to parties. That is so true. I mean, like legit yeah. stuff that I would want to show up to. That's true. That's very true. He will wait till like that Sunday night and be like, oh, yeah, Don Cheeto was having a party. I mean, just making up a name. You That's know? true. That, that, you're very right. <laughs> and I'll be like, wait, what? Why didn't we go? Or when is the party? Oh, the party was yesterday. What? And you would just give me that. Oh, I didn't feel like going. So, you know, and I'm just kind of looking like, and I am nothing. Do I not get a say? Going back to that stubbornness, Mike made a decision without me. Okay. All right. All right. Two podcasts go. The point is. Okay. Because I'm finna. Okay. I'm finna let, let, me, let me watch my tone and delivery. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. You are correct, though. All of this is correct. Very. Okay. Very but accurate. it really hurt me. You know, like, can we at least have a discussion about it? And you were straight up was like, well, I knew you was going to want to go, but I really didn't feel like going. So I just didn't even tell you about it. That didn't happen like that all the time. But, okay, I got you. So, for all those people who wonder where Mike and Nicole was, Nicole had nothing to do with us not showing up. Okay. Just all right. <laughs> See, she got too much bass in her voice. All right. Let's tell the truth about this, though. Okay. let's. let's that didn't happen all the time. And the one thing that changed when we got together is when I was by myself a bachelor, I would determine whether or not I was going to go to something I may have agreed to go to. And sometimes at the last minute, I'll be like, you know what? I don't feel like going, so I'm not going to go. I'll call the person and be like, hey, I'm not going to make it. That was always okay for me. For Nicole, that's never okay. It's not. So People plan for you to be there. Let me finish. So Nicole changed me because she was like, look, if you say you're going to do something, you got to do it. So now I just be like, I'm not gonna say nothing, or I'm, or I'm not gonna do anything because I don't want to disappoint nobody. But before, like I, it was nothing for me to be like, you know, at the last minute I don't feel like going, so I'm not gonna go. Now, also too, remember, I had a lot of friends, so I got way more invitations than what you were getting. Wow, that's that's not no, that's not this is true. This, I got a whole lot of them. So it was okay for me to say, nah, but I'll see y'all next week. I think for you, you cherished every invitation and you valued it. Okay, I may have, I may didn't value every invitation like that. I'm going to have to agree with you. You did not. And for the record, I have friends. Okay. I and didn't say I that. mean, you made it sound like I have one friend. Oh my God. Here's the <laughs> and t- I never got invited anywhere. Can I answer the question now? Cause yes, you yes, please, please, please answer the question I'm before people think nah, Jesus Christ. You said all this stuff. And now all of a sudden you're getting defensive. Y'all see this. <sighs> okay. Um, you know, what's something I learned that I had an expectation of just because you're right. That's not good. That doesn't mean it's good for the relationship. So proving that you are right about something is not always positive for the relationship. Winning an argument is not always good for the relationship. So is this expectation about yourself? Yeah. 
Oh, about the you, relationship. I, I yeah, you, you went gonna... on attack mode. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you busted. Busted. Went on a full attack mode. Didn't even listen to the question. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you what Mike did. No, but yeah. You so, didn't have any explanations for me? Um, No, what I'm saying is. My, I feel like you're avoiding that question. No, 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 no. In the relationship, this is a, this is a really important one. Okay. In the relationship, I just thought, okay, we can debate and argue and whatever, but whatever is the right answer is always beneficial. I had learned that is not true. You can win an argument, and then after the smoke clears, you're like, man, I really didn't listen to my wife. Man, I didn't treat her feelings with the same value I treat mine. I had to learn that. I just was like, well, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Like, what does it matter? But truth is, everything doesn't matter. So now what I try to do, try, is sometimes you will notice that I'm Nobody like, saw the air quotes but me. Go ahead. Yeah, try. I said try. I did the vocal air quotes. You did vocal? Okay. Um, I just wanted to make it very clear for everybody. You're trying. Watch your tone. Yes. Um. So... What I will try to do is when we start debating about something, I will now try to ask her, hey, how important is this to you? And then if she tells me it's important, then we might have that discussion. If it's not that important, I'm not going to sit here and debate and go back and forth over something that uh, she feels passionate about it and I don't. And it's not that greatly important. I'm not going to sit here and try to be right for what? That's big for me because I'm stubborn. That's big for you, but um, what what if I'm actually right and and you just believe that you're right? I don't think that matters. It it does. What matters, it, it, anyway, what matters as a husband, what I've learned is not that you are right, but that you're. Um, how does my wife feel after the discussion? Mm. And if she does, if she does not feel enriched, if you do not feel positive about a situation and i have failed it doesn't matter how right i am okay i've had to learn that so how like that was a steve harvey answer but uh, i appreciate it i'm gonna take it as a compliment whatever yeah yeah yeah. but yeah that's that's me if you don't feel enriched from that conversation we just had and i'm right and i feel like i'm right then then what was the purpose okay what was the purpose it's got to make you feel good so that we can go on about our day because if you don't feel good about it and you can't go about your day, then that means I can't go about my day. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, sometimes I'm sweet. Sometimes. He really, you really prepared that answer. I actually didn't. Okay. I'm All just right. good like that. you just good like that. Anyway. Okay. So I know we got to wrap things up. There's yes, a couple do. things um, that we talked about on our lab, last podcast. And um, when I said earlier that I, I, I received no feedback, I was not... Um, I, I wasn't lying. I did not receive feedback, but I did get some very aggressive comments <laughs> from people about, um, specifically some people that I went out of town with. Um, so as everybody know, last, our last podcast, we talked about my black Friday shopping. Are we okay to talk about this right now? <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. So, um, be quick though. We got to go to bed. We talk. Okay. Um, there Please. was a couple people who went on the shopping trip with me who after the shopping trip listened to the podcast uh, uh, and um, I had one or two people specifically come up to me and said, 
you better tell the truth when you're on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to put it out there. <clears throat> I promised my listeners that I would stick to my budget that I had, yep. that the budget I did not disclose to anyone but myself. My husband didn't even know the budget. I didn't even ask. How Which, about that for trust? That uh-huh. is, I mean, and really. I asked, but I didn't ask. You didn't. I was waiting on you to ask, too, to be honest. I was like, when are you going to ask my budget? He didn't. So Mike had full trust in me that I was going to stick with my budget. People, I lost my mind. I went up. into a shopping trance. I forgot to eat. I don't think I used the restroom. I blew the budget. Uh, in math terms, I think I might have overspent by 40%. But that is also the deal that I got at Express. It was 40% off of everything. Okay, so... um. The logic. <laughs> the logic. Um, I, I'm sorry, listeners, that I could not live up to my promise. Next Black Friday, I will do better. And the reason why I know I'm going to do better is because I'm going to increase my budget by 50% for next year. Oh, no. Okay, all <laughs> so right. So that way I can stick to my budget and stay true to the listeners. You know what's going to happen? I'm what? coming with you next time. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. It's really not. Do we do we have like a, a a Kevin Hart meme that we can insert right here? Because like, no, I don't think it's a good idea. No, 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 no. You um, you're right. You're right. That's not a good idea because I can't shop that long. Yeah, I, I just want to let you guys know I had an awesome time shopping. Yes, I did go out of town to go shopping. Yes, I have a problem. I know I need therapy. I'm working on it. Did I shop for eight hours straight? And the night before a shop for probably another five to six hours. Yes, that happened. That's nuts. That happened. That is nuts. And I was so happy. Um, I will have to say, if you need shopping therapy, please DM me. No, I don't will, get, no, no. I will help no. you. Hey, I hey, will help you. No, fellas, no, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but I will say. I think that this is the first Black Friday shopping spree that you went on that I was the most understanding. And yeah. you blew your you blew it out the water. And I, lost I was it. I was understanding. You were. I was shocked. I, I pray for patience. I've been working on forgiveness. <laughs> forgiveness. Oh. And um letting things go. So yeah. What he left out was that I brought him back stuff. She bribed me. <laughs> To bring the other bags in the house, she made sure I had a bag. I'm not necessarily against that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's not try to make it better. Let's just let's just go off the fact that okay, you acknowledge you blew your 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 stuff out the water. I acknowledge that I think I did. I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back. All right. Mike was patient, he was kind, he was gentle. Ain't gonna lie though. <laughs> One t- at one point you was trying to tell me about your shopping escapades and I was like, okay, cool. I got, you know, I'm gonna listen. And then she tried to logically explain why she had to purchase certain things. I was like, what we're not going to do is act like logic was used here. You was just in an emotional roller coaster out here shopping. You went unconscious. I did. Uh, and let me tell you how bad it got. And, um, and then I, I know we got to wrap up, but, um, <laughs> We were in the car, and um, my friend was in the back seat. I am driving. She hands her phone to the 
the passenger um, and says, oh, my goodness, I want to show you these boots I just got. Because um, everybody, uh, that's another thing, people. We were shopping at the outlets, but driving from outlet to outlet, we were online shopping in the car. Just craziness. It's OD. <laughs> and out of the corner of my eye, I can see how cute these boots are. At the traffic light, it was, a, it was like a red light. I snatched the phone, which again, not my phone, snatched the phone out of my friend's hand. And I said, I got to have these shoes. Got them in my size and like started like hit, go to checkout. My friend in the backseat was like, are you trying to buy those shoes? You know, that's my phone. Like all my information. I said, oh no, we're going to clear all my information, uh, your information. We're going to put in my information because I want these shoes. Like I'm going to buy them right now. And I didn't realize how aggressive I was being. And I, now that I look back, I realized that I straight up snatched somebody's phone, deleted mm-hmm. their information. Yeah. You blacked out. <laughs> you blacked out. My own information. My wife blacked out. People. So I, I want to apologize. I did apologize to my friend, but um, I got those shoes. So they're really cute and they fit really nicely. See, um, what we're not going to do. <laughs> what we're not going to do. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. But anyway, I had a great time. I appreciate all of you that listened and that reached out to me and all the people who tried to encourage me not to spend the money because there were those people who tried to get me not to OD. Hey, salute to you, whoever tried. Thank you. There were those people out there. Trying is futile. I, I did have support. Um, I just didn't listen. I, I didn't just listen. Just kick that support to the curb. I did. I'm sorry. But um, next year I will do better. So thank you all for listening. And um, I just want to be honest let you know that, um, yep, yep, I let you down. Jesus Christ. But when you see how cute I be looking, yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe you're always cute in my eyes. Oh, um, We'll end the podcast on a compliment. I really want to thank my wife because, um, you know, recently my son got sick and – my reaction to his sickness was different than her reaction. My reaction was like, oh, my God, I think he's sick. You know, let's wait it out and see. And her motherly instinct kicked in, and she was just like, no, he, he needs to go to the hospital. And this one of those situations where I was like, eh, I don't know if I agree. The doctor. Just the, in case the, the grandmas are listening, he did not go to the hospital. Yeah, he, go to the hospital. He, he went, went to, to the, the doctor. doctor. Okay, but go ahead, babe. So he goes to the doctor, and we find out, yes, he's contagious sick. And it was really good that she took him when she did. But it was just the fact that she just snapped in and was like, yeah, I know what we need to do. And I think it was good that I just said, all right, I'm going to just sit back. And I'm just very thankful of her. And I'm so proud of you. And you just snapped in. And I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful. Thank you, babe. I really appreciate it. There you go. And I thank you that you supported me in my decision because, you know, that sometimes could not be easy. So watch your tone. I was actually being sincere that and time. Your <laughs> delivery. And we're out. All right. Bye. See y'all next time.